Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
I am super blessed because I'm going to have one of my favorite humans on this earth joining me. And we're going to kind of um, tag team until he's ready to go to bed because <laughs> he is like Jeremy on the West Coast. And um, he, I got to have a front row seat to him building a castle. And he talked a little bit about this in his segment earlier today, uh, which was relationships. And so obviously I'm speaking about uh, gr the great Nate Forrest. Nate, are you still here with me, buddy, or did you fall asleep? Oh, he fell asleep, y'all. <laughs> I know. I'm he here. Fall asleep. He, he's in Vegas. When I pop oxygen into the AC and the, the lights keep you awake because you think it's five in the afternoon all the time. But one of the things that I got to see, and I'll be honest, I got to see Glenn Lundy from the beginning as well build this castle of Breakfast with Champions. And it was in the process of building the, the castle of Breakfast with Champions that Nate Forrest kind of saw what Glenn was doing as a wise man does. He sees when someone else is doing something great and emulates the behavior. And the behavior that he emulated was in actually coming together and pulling together the social media show, which is obviously we know something that's uh, part of Breakfast with Champions from beginning, because from day one, we did it under this club. And now, instead of having our own room, we are all infused. So now we are here in one room for like so many hours a day, which is incredible. And all of that started because two visionaries, Glenn Lundy with Breakfast with Champions and Nate Forrest with the social media show under Breakfast with Champions, decided to build a castle brick by brick. And what's interesting is that in the castle building uh, that they were part of, the bricks were people. Now, of course, <clears throat> there were bricks that weren't people. There were bricks that were, uh, you know, different skills and, and probably different things that needed to be done to actually make this happen. But for the most part, the bricks that were most noticeable were relationships were people. And so, Nate, I want to kind of start off there because I know that you, you, you watched Glenn starting the Breakfast of Champions. We were all brand new on Clubhouse. We saw um, what was happening with this incredible movement of social audio, and you had a decision. And you made a excuse me, you made a decision, and that was to create something, which in this case we'll call the castle of the social media show. What was the first step that you took and what made you decide that you knew what it needed to be was going to be people um, that kind of got the ball rolling for you to actually create this? Talk to me, dog. Man, that's a, that's a great question. I don't know if I've really answered that direct question before. And I think the I think it was just seeing a combination of things, seeing the potential in Clubhouse, seeing the conversations that were happening in Clubhouse seeing the value that was being shared so freely in clubhouse and then you know seeing people do pop-up rooms talking about social media talking about personal development talking about mindset talking about all the things but then you throw all that and uh you know we we all notice things like that we all notice the things i just said but then taking it one step further to what i talked about earlier the power of building relationships but just paying attention to people that were making moves um, I never knew who Glenn Lundy was before before Clubhouse, but I saw him showing up consistently every day. I saw him putting together an army. I saw him, you know, being uh, sharing value and uh, learned that he had uh, 
you know, so much experience and expertise and, and uh, success in building businesses in the car, in the car industry and turning that success into uh, training other dealerships, how to be successful and on and on. And, and then, so I saw him making moves and I saw the people around him and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a little piece out of the Glenn Lundy, play, Glenn Lundy playbook and I'm going to start a daily social media show before anybody else does. And I'm not saying that you have to start a daily show to be successful. I'm not saying you have to do anything every day, but it was just the formula that I thought would work. But then, but then I took it one uh, step further. I knew that I couldn't do it alone. I'm not a social media expert. I wasn't a social media expert. So I knew I needed to uh, bring together uh, more people that had talents and, and skill sets. And so I started extending my invitations to people like yourself, Alexander, the first night you popped into one of our rooms and just dropped massive value on the room. I was like, yep, I want Alexander to be a part of this show. And, you know, I had connected with Tom Challen and Marcus Black and Ashley Branstetter and, uh, you know, on and on Christy Jensen and on and on so many people that have poured value into the social media show. So it started with paying attention to what people are doing. That's sounds simple enough, but then it's going one step further and, 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 getting past your, you know, the human fears that you have, like, well, will, will Glenn Lundy pay attention to me if I send him a message and say, Hey, I'd like to open up a social media show in the breakfast with champions club. What do you think? That's how that, that's how this whole thing started. I reached out to Glenn and he kind of had seen me in the stage here a couple of times. Maybe I'd shared a couple of questions, a couple of things, but he didn't know who I was. He didn't have any reason to trust me, but he saw me showing up in clubhouse. And when I extended, you know, the, um, when I reached out and said, Hey, we'd like to do a social media show. And I think it'd be cool to do it in breakfast with champions. And, uh, he said, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. And so, uh, I hope that kind of just gives you the answer just to how we got started, but it's just paying attention to what people are doing, paying attention to the value that they're bringing and then figuring out a way that you can collaborate with them. And it, it's going to look a little bit different with people. It might be a live event. It might be a clubhouse room. It might just be sending out an invite to their email list. It might be doing a Zoom with them. But don't be afraid to reach out and ask. Yes. And I love this so much because first and foremost, the castle that we're referencing here, obviously, is he built something through the social media show that's transcended even clubhouse. Uh, but it started with a thought. It started with watching the behaviors of others who are going down a path that you hope to go down and choosing to emulate that positive behavior with your own spin. What I also love about this is, okay, now if you look at Nate's Instagram, he looks like a pro, like his, his reels are slaying, I'm loving you up in your social media game. But he was not a social media guru, but he wanted to start a social media show. Why? Two things. Number one, he saw what other people were creating and believed that he could create something similar. Number two, he saw the need. And even if he didn't have the skill set to fulfill that need, he understood something very important. And that was that the skill set that he does have, he could use to help serve that need. And so what did he do? The skill set that Nate has is, we all call him this, he's Nate, the great connector, right? He knows how to make, if you meet Nate, you immediately love him. You immediately want him to be your friend. There's very few people on this earth. I, I've only known Nate for a year and almost a year and a half. It was January of last year that we met. That very first day that I came on Clubhouse, the very first room I went into, 
was Nate's room. Randomly, it was at the top of my hallway, so I went in. I didn't know who Nate Forbes was. I didn't know who Tom Challen was. That day after meeting with my very first day on Clubhouse with my little party hat, they invited me that following Monday to start as one of the main moderators on the social media show. I joined the social media show. I said, yes, I was so excited. And day one of the social media show, there I am as a moderator with my party hat, not even fully knowing what Clubhouse was or what it was gonna do or how it was gonna change our lives. But we listened, but this was the thing. We saw a man who we immediately liked because he's so likable, but he had such a conviction in his vision, such a conviction on what we could build that we also saw the vision. And in turn, one man's vision became a collective army. There's now uh, several of us that are part of the social media show. There's 10 of us that have regular segments, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's eight of us that have been around from the beginning. Uh, and this is what's crazy is that we are still to this day incredibly close. We will all be together in um, D uh, Denver. It will actually Vegas. Uh, a huge chunk of us will be together in the first uh, the first weekend in June, and then we'll all be together again in the middle of um, June yeah, it'll be in our third, Denver. It'll be our third event this year, halfway through the year, basically. You know, the AIM event, and then Becca's level level up, and level up, and then we have a race ambition, and then we, you and I, have been to now eight states together in the last year. We've seen each other almost every single month since we've joined Clubhouse, which is bananas, isn't that crazy? All because he had a vision of a castle that he wanted to build. And he understood that while maybe he didn't have all of the bricks necessary to build the castle, the bricks he did have would match the bricks of those that God would bring into his life. And together we would build something beautiful and beautiful we have. And he didn't even necessarily have the know-how on the subject. And so what I love about this and, 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 you know, everyone's always like, oh, I lack confidence. I don't have confidence. I don't know how to do these things. I'm not a, a public speaker. I don't, I'm shy or all these different excuses. And I'm going to use Jeremy's word, all these sandcastles that we put in our lives that block us from actually getting to the beautiful palace God has for us. He just pushed away. I'm not a social media guru, but I'm going to start the social media show. It's good. It's cool. And so what I ask this now, this is the thing. And I'm a big believer that we don't have confidence. We do confidence. Confidence is a choice. But let me ask you this, Nate. You didn't know a lot about the social media, uh, social media in general. You weren't someone that had now a year and, and several months later, you have a very in-depth knowledge of social media. When you knew that this wasn't something that you had an expertise in, but you saw the need in the market and you're a market disruptor. So you knew this is what you were going to do. What gave you the courage to go ahead and reach out to people uh, that maybe had a little bit more expertise in that area? And why didn't you stop yourself? Like, what made you keep going and say, hey, I may not know all the answers, but I'm going to do it because I see it. Another good question. Well, you know, I, I knew Facebook. I knew, I knew, and I knew the principles 
behind uh, any success I had with Facebook. Not nearly as big as anybody, you know, as some others. But I knew that uh, when I saw Clubhouse that that there was something where the principles of social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, uh, Instagram, the principles are going to be the same. And that that's that social media is just about the people. It's about the relationships. It's about it's about a faster connection to the hearts and minds and, and, and interests and desires of people and a faster route to conversations, whether that's in the DMs on the telephone in a Zoom or in a live event. And so I understand people. I learned at a young age, you know, selling, selling books door to door. I started learning people, reading books, being around people that were people, pe- people, people, <laughs> but uh, just being around people. So one thing I did understand about social media is it is the principles. It's about the people, anything that you're building business, or if you're just here to network and and build your friend base, find people to travel with or whatever your goal is here on social media, social audio, it's about the people and it's about finding a creative way to connect with people so that you can get to know their needs, wants, and desires. I'm a marketing guy first. I'm a marketing strategist. So maybe I should have started the marketing show. I've always wanted to do that. But marketing is the art and science of understanding, uh, well, it's of communicating with our target audience based on their needs, wants, and desires and not our own. And a lot of people on social media and business, they don't get the results they want because they're constantly communicating based on their own needs, wants, and desires. And sometimes they're the same. But I understood people, and I'm, and I'm always a student of getting to know more and more about people and more and more about what people want. And so that's, that's what gave me the confidence to just say, okay, I know that people are wanting to constantly learn the social media game. It's a never-ending thing. There's new people joining the social media world, the social audio world every day. And so whatever your knowledge base is, you're always one step ahead of the game. When I first heard that years ago, and you'll hear that over and over, as long as you posture up and realize that you're one step ahead, you're one chapter ahead of the, the, of your, of your audience, not everybody. There's going to be people on this stage and around you that are 10 chapters ahead of you. That's okay. They may not be your target audience. They may be somebody to partner up with, do a show with, do an Instagram live with, or speak at a live event with. But my point is, is it's all about the people at the end of the day and the tactics and strategies. Those can come later. But if you fall in love with the principles behind your business, the principles behind social media, the principles behind anything you're doing, those are the foundation. Those are the bricks, the principles behind your marketing strategy, the principles behind social media. Those are the bricks to uh, that'll lead you to the the tactics and the strategies and the social media things you know the the brick people are the bricks relationships are the bricks your relationship with god is a big brick um but then the strategies are the doors and the windows and the roof and the uh, paint on the wall those can come later but you can't put the windows and the doors and the bricks and the and the paint on the wall until you have the foundation in place and so that's kind of where i came from and i understood that to do something you got to connect with other people that that also have uh solid relationships with people, other people that are focused on serving others like Alexander Gonzalez, like Kelsey Stark, Tom Challen. And so when you can see that in other people, I saw that in Glenn Lundy. I see that in all the, you know, so many of the champions here with Breakfast with Champions is that they understand the foundation that it's about the people and the tactics can come later. Now, I love that so much. And I love what, you know, I I just want to really want to reiterate, you are one step ahead 
of your target audience. And I think that that's really important to understand because oftentimes we do get kind of, you know, we play the comparison game and we look to the left and we look to the right. And we're like, oh, well, Jeremy has the top 5% podcast and he's a professional athlete. And oh, and if he is over in England and she's just one of the most glamorous people you ever meet and everyone wants to learn how to tell their story from Iffy and oh, Glenn Lundy's one of the most successful. We start comparing ourselves to the left and to the right. But the reality is those might not be your audience. They might be your collaborators. And so understanding that not everyone is your target audience and the people that aren't might just be friends or might be future collaborators or whatever, but that's okay. That's not your, who you're looking for. You're looking for people who are looking for you. And I think that this is, you know, I want to paint a quick picture because back in the day when we first started Clubhouse back in January of 2021, or I didn't start Clubhouse, but I got on Clubhouse January 19, 2021. When you'd go into Breakfast with Champions, there'd be like two or 3,000 people in the room. <laughs> you couldn't get on stage. If Glenn Lundy pulled you up on stage, you were like, oh my gosh, yeah, that was if you got the moderate. I know it was like crazy. If you got the moderator badge, do you remember? It was like, holy cow, I'm a moderator on Breakfast with Champions. Like, what's going on? It was crazy. The social media show used to have 600 to 800 people every single day. We started with so many moderators that we had to have two Instagram chats, uh, two Instagram mod chats, okay? Because at first, he put out, he threw that spaghetti, if you say. I'm not a big believer necessarily in throwing spaghetti and seeing what sticks, but hey, sometimes it works. He cast a wide net of collaborators, of people that he met, and slowly, naturally, in the building of the castle, people went away and others got even closer until the foundation was laid. And there was at first a foundation of a small group of us and that foundation. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Still to this day has surpassed the castle of the social media show and completely enveloped life. We now do life together. Nate Forrest is now one of my very best friends and I know I'll be traveling the world do speaking, seeing, having fun, doing cool things, playing poker, who knows? But it all started because he had a vision of a castle and he understood that the bricks of this castle were, and he understood that he needed to put the foundation first before he added all the accoutrements, before the furniture, before the painting, before the windows, before the you know crown molding, before whatever. I'm not, I don't build houses. So whatever other things happen, <laughs> he understood. And so Nate, my question for you is this. Now, yes, you have been a marketing guru for a while. And at the end of the day, social media is a, a, one of the, uh, well, in this day and age, one of the largest ways to market. 
but you didn't necessarily have a skill set when it came to TikTok, to Instagram, you had Facebook, but these areas were new to you. How did you not allow maybe your own inner pride stop you from saying, hey, I don't know a lot about this, but I'm gonna bring in people who do, I'm gonna learn with you and together we'll grow. How are you, because oftentimes, Pride stops people from doing that. They want to come in and act as if they know I'm, I'm starting the social media show. I got that top left one spot. Look at me. But you never came in that way. You came in from a place of humility, willing to teach what you knew and learn what you didn't know. Um, do you think that's just something that's always been innately in you? Or did you learn that behavior of, of being willing to give what you know and learn what you don't? That's a good question. I think I think it comes down to just understanding what really matters if you want to take your business to the next level. So let's just assume everybody listening is building a business and they're trying to figure out how to use social media to generate more leads, you know, get more followers and lead people through their funnel to eventually to a sale. That's really if you're building a business, that's what social media is for. It's a place to meet your audience, to get initial attention, raise awareness and then take people through a journey, whether that's one or two or three DMs or into a, an automated sales funnel or whatever process you have, social media is the place where you meet people and take them through a journey to where at the right time, their timing, they can buy your products and services. And so <clears throat> I think what it is is understanding that the fastest way to do that, like I talked about this morning, and you can learn this from King Solomon and Proverbs, that the fastest way to success is through effective collaborations, effective partnerships, uh, working with the right business partners. And, and so now um, you can take the efforts of two, 10, 20 people, and now your, your voice, your skill sets, your knowledge are in front of their audience as well as you know, each of you are in front of a new audience. But at the end of the day, if, uh, effective collaborations and not being afraid to um, not be the leader that shines, you know, like, uh, I mean, you look at somebody like Tom Challen, who's built multiple seven-figure businesses over and over. Well, um, you know, you might think, well, heck, I can't bring in that person to 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 do a show with me because they're just going to steal the spotlight. Or I can't bring in Alexander Gonzalez because he has so much energy and fire. And, man, everybody's just going to pay attention to him and go work with him. Well, it's just life just doesn't work that way. And when you understand that that we live in an abundant world and that uh, if you live with an abundant mentality and not a scarce mindset that you can bring in, you can partner with other network marketers if you're in network marketing. You can partner with other real estate agents if you're a realtor and you can achieve bigger things by going at it together because um, you know Russell Brunson teaches the concept of the dream 100 and you can call it whatever you want. But what that means is, is think of the top 100 people that you would like to collaborate with. If you were to share a stage or, or be a co-author in a book with, or uh, if they were to do a Zoom and let you talk to their audience, who would they be? Would it be Tony Robbins? Would it be Alexander Gonzalez? Would it be Glenn Lundy? And keep in mind those 100 people. And while you might not get to work with all 100 of them, start reaching out to, to people that are either are the exact uh, Dream 100 that you've written down, or when you meet people and you're like, you know what, this person is exactly like number three on my Dream 100 list, so I'm going to reach out to this person and see if they want to do an Instagram Live with me. So whatever your list looks like, just don't be afraid to put together a list of people that, that are have a, a level of success that you want to have 
reach out to them, figure out a way to partner up with them. Like I said earlier, it might just be one Instagram live. It might be an interview that you can put on your, on your uh, website. But um, the reason why the social media show has worked is because we all have our own business, but we all come together for a comp for a conversation that serves the people. And uh, hopefully we give a little bit of value that serves people. And, and so the people that are meant to work with me, are attracted to me in their time. The people that are meant to work with Alexander or Kelsey Stark or Tom Challen or Glenn Lundy are attracted to work with them in their time. And so that's, you know, that's really what it comes down to is understanding that we live in an abundant world, abundant, there's a, there's an abundant amount of people to work with. We're never going to run out. If we just keep doing our thing, showing up and partnering up with the right people, then people will keep showing up for us to work with, to buy our goods and services. So true. I love that so much. And it's just understanding that difference between abundance and scarcity. And, you know, <clears throat> I think that when we're building any castle, be that a, a, a real estate team, uh, a network marketing team, in this case, we're talking about how Nate came up with the ideas of coming together and bringing the social media show and bringing that to fruition. Whenever you're coming together uh, to bring people together, I think understanding that abundance flows freely to you uh, is very, very important. God wants every single one of us to live in abundance. It is not God's desire for us to live in scarcity. And that's not just scarcity in money or finances or things. It's also scarcity in mindset an abundance in mindset. God wants us to live in an abundant mindset. And what an ab abundant mindset says, it's just like what Nate said is, you're looking for people that are looking for you. I'm not in competition with Nate. I'm not in competition with Tom Challen or Kelsey Stark. In fact, us amplifying each other and helping each other move the needle forward only makes ourselves even more amplified. We amplify the greatness within when we're willing to freely amplify the greatness of others. Me celebrating Nate doesn't diminish me. In fact, and I hope that people can understand this because regardless of what type of castle you're building, people will be part of the, the raw materials necessary because no man is an island. We do life with others. And if you can understand that abundance isn't just a state of being, it is. It isn't just the number of your bank account or the things that you have, but rather a mindset. And you can literally be broke as and still have an abundant mindset, understanding that abundance is coming, understanding that you can be abundant in love, abundant in relationships, and, and really use that, then you understand that there's nothing to fear. You don't have to worry if Christina Howard is also a network marketer and she's talking about her business. No, I want Christina Howard's business, her big, 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 huge business. She's one of the most incredible people here that no one even knows about that she's building. I want that business to flourish and be successful and for abundance to grow so largely in her and her family's life that it's generational. And in wanting that for someone else, that doesn't diminish me or stop me from getting the same thing. And so Nate, I love that you started with that abundant mentality because you brought us all together and you gave us all a gift 
because you gave us uh, the gift of a really beautiful community. Now we all put into we all put in our, our uh, you know the social media shows in a labor of love. We've all put in our blood, sweat, and tears in helping grow it. But Nate was our our foreman. Nate was the the man who started it all and has led us all. And it started with an abundant mentality. Well, excuse me. It started with a him seeing the need for said castle. He saw the need. In other words, he found the lot. He got the right view. He knew this is where this castle needs to be built. And then he started collecting the raw materials, which in this case were people and doing that in a way that was abundant, that he wasn't feeling diminished. He wasn't nervous about making sure he was the star. So let me get people that are a little bit, uh, you know, not as good as I am at this or that. He did the opposite. He searched for people that were strengths, that had strengths in his weaknesses. And now, not just has a social media show been formed with literally tens of thousands of people reached, relationships and friendships have been formed with us that now we get to travel the US speaking on stages together. We get to uh, make our dreams come true. Things that we never thought would ever come to fruition in many of our lives has come to fruition. Uh, embrace your ambition, uh, a dream that has been in Ashley Brandsetter's heart since she was a child when God put it when God put it there came fully to fruition when Marcus Block came into the picture and they partnered up and they've now created this incredible movement that not only do they have coaching, not only do they have um, all these different things that you can do, different stages, different experiences, mission trips, they have self-development seminars, all of these things came together. They're now both living their dreams together. None of that would have happened if back in January of 2021, Nate did listen to the inkling from God, I believe, because I believe that this was ordained from God to create something that was going to disrupt the market and that was necessary. And so my question to you is, Nate, is when you are sitting in the noise, you're sitting in all the, I mean, you are a professional poker player. You were, listen, you were on ESPN dealing at the World Series of Poker. You're, you've accomplished these incredible things. You have multiple businesses, multiple streams of income. When you, how did you quiet the noise to hear the calling to build this castle? And then how did you know that this was the castle that the energy was worth putting into to build? Man, that's a, um, you know what? COVID came along and I saw an opportunity. I had already uh, gotten back into, uh, uh, made the transition from a brick and mortar business here in Las Vegas. It shut down a nightclub promotions business, we, you know, done nightclub promotions and marketing and uh, started a club crawl business, did that for a couple of years. And then, uh, you know, of course I went back to Tennessee during, uh, right before COVID and was, had gotten back into the internet marketing that had gotten that back in my system or, or the, the bug, I guess I should say. And I'd taken a break from internet marketing and online marketing, whatever you want to call it. And so I was getting back into it and, and, and putting together my you know processes and how am I going to build it back up this time? Like I did from 2010 to 2013, 
how am I, how am I going to build this up again? And, uh, this time turn it into something that's a long-term sustainable, you know, uh, keep this thing rolling for more than just a few years and shut it down. Like I did from 2010 to 13. And so while I was kind of back, back building the Facebook, uh, engine, Clubhouse comes along and I saw the potential in Clubhouse immediately. And I'm going to talk about this today in the social media show at noon Eastern after Marcus and Ashley's segment. I'm going to break down the three things, the only three things you need to do to build a successful business online. And some of it is principle based for any business, whether it's offline or online. But there's really only three things you need to do to build a business online. And you need to um, grow an audience daily, pick a platform and just start building your audience. If you have to write down names on a piece of paper that you've connected with, if you have to put it in an email list, a Facebook group, wherever, but grow your audience daily, uh, add to your knowledge base daily, add to your skill sets daily. People like Alexander, they've been, even before Clubhouse came along, they were adding to their skill sets for years. And then when Clubhouse came along, it just, it just provided a platform, a stage to showcase that, that knowledge, that, that those skill sets. And so it helps elevate you to public speaking, building bigger businesses, building new businesses. And so that's the second thing you need to do. And then the third thing is you monetize your skill sets by doing what? By teaching. Uh, teach. You, everybody's a teacher. If you want to build a business the right way, you just need to become, or you know, there's not the only way, um, but you need to become a teacher. You take your knowledge, you take your skill sets, and you become a teacher and you teach in Clubhouse, you teach on Instagram, you teach inside your sales funnels, you teach on stages. And the more you teach, the more you uh, uh, slam dunk the three layers of marketing, which are raising awareness. Where do you get attention? Where does somebody uh, uh, become go from being a stranger to somebody that says, I need to pay attention to Alexander Gonzalez, uh, uh, building trust and then nurturing that trust? Well, Clubhouse, I saw a place where you can do all three. Guys, if you open up a room, if you reach out to three, five, 10 or 15 people and open up a room about the conversation that you want to have, Clubhouse is a place where you can raise awareness. People will find you for the first time. Like there might, there's several people in this room that are hearing my voice for the very first time, even though I've been on Clubhouse for almost a year and a half. There may, there's a few people in here that might be hearing Alexander's voice for the first time. But then it's also a place where we nurture uh, we build trust with these new relationships, and then we nurture those relationships by doing what? Showing up consistently, providing value, teaching people things that we've learned, sharing stories, and uh, to, you know. And so I'm going to go a little bit deeper today during the social media show, where I'll actually teach you some of this stuff on uh, on what I've learned specifically using Clubhouse as as part of my social media sales funnel. Clubhouse is the top of the sales funnel for my business, and it could be the top of the sales funnel for your business as well. So I hope that helps a little bit. Did I answer that question or did I go on a tangent? I mean, you went on a tangent, but I love that <laughs> tangent because it was a good tangent. But the question at the end of the day was, how did you listen? So, because everything can take us on a tangent, right? How did you make the determination that this was, this was your all-in moment? Okay, you saw the need and you said, yes. I am going to do this. I'm going to build this, even if it's hard, even if I don't have the, all the skill sets that make me the right yeah. guy for it, I still am going to do it. What gave you that, that confidence or, or maybe, you know, the ability to listen to that whisper and still do it. Well, I saw, I saw clubhouse as a platform. And so, uh, I saw that it was a place where I could get attention, uh, build trust with new, with new relationships and nurture those relationships all at the same time. I saw it as a place to connect, 
as a fastest way to build relationships with leaders like Alexander Gonzalez, Glenn Lundy. Guys, this is your fastest path. Look at some of the relationships, you know, the relationships that we have with Grant Cardone, um, other people, you know, leaders like Tom Challen, Marcus Black. I mean, uh, Jan Yu from all the way to the other, other side of the world. So many people here on stage. We have these relationships that if, you know, um, there's people on stage that obviously I haven't done business with, but we could do, you know, we could do different things with because of the potential of Clubhouse, because we get to share the same space. There is no faster path, in my opinion. Now, some, pe some people might say, no, Nate, you don't understand. I can make a TikTok video and a million people can watch it in one day. Well, yeah, but how many of those million people really know who you are versus just laughed at your video? And so I'm not going to get into the semantics of Clubhouse versus TikTok, but there's a lot of potential in Clubhouse for anybody that just understands that if you're building a business, you need to get attention. You need to build trust with that, that new audience. So you're building an audience by getting an attention. Then you got to build trust with them somehow. And then you got to, once you, st you start getting that trust, you've got to nurture that relationship and you can do all three on Clubhouse. So I saw that and I saw a faster path to build relationships with leaders that had results that I wanted and also to build relationships with people that I knew could become clients of mine. And so this is, in my opinion, the fastest path to do both. And uh, how do you do that? You got to open up rooms, whether it's a structured show, like a daily show, it might be a monthly room, it could be a weekly room, or, it, you know, whatever it is, Clubhouse is a place where you can just open up, have a conversation. So if you're thinking about opening up a podcast, if you're thinking about it, you know what, everybody's doing a podcast, I'm going to open up a podcast, open up a Clubhouse room first. Clubhouse will bring the people to you to help you feed into your podcast. Clubhouse brings people to you. So if you're having a valuable conversation, first of all, that's important. Um, but if you're having a valuable conversation, whether it's about marketing, social media, sports, faith, or whatever, Clubhouse will bring the people to you. But then you have to, you know, nurture those relationships. Bob, you mentioned earlier, like, oh, Nate's a good person. He's, you got to be yourself. You got to be likable. Um, you know, I've heard recently that one of the formulas for some of the top um, influencers on YouTube and Twitch one of the top, uh, not formulas, but one of the top things that people notice is that some of the most successful people like Mr. Beast and some of these influencers is they're just likable people. If you if you watch Mr. Beast, he's, he used to be the second biggest YouTube creator in the world. I think now he's number five. He's just a down-to-earth guy, real likable. He played in the big poker game last weekend in L.A. I watched it. It's the largest live stream poker game ever. There was like over $2 million on the table. And when they were talking about it, like what makes these guys successful? There was like eight streamers and two poker pros on the table or six and two whatever but it's they were talking about it all these streamers are so likable they're likable and so that's a formula for uh, uh you know if you're going to engage you know open up a room in clubhouse you know nobody cares about all the things you've done if it's not relevant to the conversation nobody cares about you know your success if it's not re relevant to the conversation we care but make sure your conversations your rooms the things you do in your marketing add value based on the needs, wants, and desires of the people listening and not just to toot your own horn, your ego, just be a likable person. So I hope that helps. Yeah. And, and you are like the king of likability. It's something that, um, and then the more you get to know him, the more you even like him and you just see his relationship with his mother, his relationship with his siblings, the love that everyone that comes into contact with you has for you is a true testament of who you are as a man. And I think that, you know, the likability factor, you got that down. And I'm so grateful 
that for whatever reason you you saw that need to build this castle and that you took the necessary steps and I'll forever be grateful that I was one of the bricks in that castle brother so Alexander, thank you so much for coming and where else do we get to share the stage with Scott Simons Ramon Ray I mean Renee Nor look at these people Lolita I, know, Walker, right? I mean come on that's what that Woo! I saw this when Clubhouse first came out that's why I started the social media show, because I wanted to share these stages with even more people. And there's people that we haven't even met yet. But where else do we get? I mean, Christina Howard, we talk on the phone all the time. I mean, where else do we get to uh, share stages with somebody that can slam dunk a basketball and shoot threes like Jeremy? You know, I thought he was going to teach us how to dunk a basketball earlier, but apparently he just wanted to talk about some other stuff. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's what I love about Clubhouse. And uh, where else do we get to share a stage with Alexander Gonzalez? Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to jump in. <laughs> no, that's good. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you, brother. And, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, you know, we do get to do business together. We get to do friendship together. We get to share stages together. Looking forward to the next two stages that we'll be on shortly. Uh, not just virtual stages. We get to share IRL stages in real life stages together where we get to do what we love. And that's using the voice that God gave us to help move the needle in other people's lives so that they can build the castles that they want. Or hopefully they can at least come up with the decision to actually start building brick by brick. You know, the other day I was hanging out with Jay Shetty. Um, and you guys know when I say hang out, that means I went and heard him speak at, a, at an event. <laughs> but I always sit real close to the front. So I always feel like I'm hanging out with these people. I was hanging out 50 Cent the other day, you know, but I'm just at these conferences. And Jay Shetty, I mean, incredible. I mean, he's what he's been able to do with social media to really turn it into just this huge empire. And what a likable, what a kind guy. His smile is genuine. It meets his eyes. His soul radiates just love and kindness. And he talked about something that I want to share with you guys, because I think that this is really important. He referenced the three L's that he promises to do every single year. And in fact, he encouraged us as we were listening to come up with our own uh, things that we were going to do within these categories. So the three L's are learn, launch, and love. And, and this is what it means. So first, learning something new every year, it, it brings you confidence. It brings abundance and new possibilities. Um, launching something every year, what am I going to launch? It's going to propel me to that next level. So when you're thinking about what you're learning, learn things that are going to bring you confidence. Learn things that are going to bring you abundance. They're going to bring you possibility. When you're thinking of what to launch, think about what is it that I would want to launch into this universe? What castle is it that I would love to build? Build, um, so that I can leave my stamp for this year and then ultimately love what am I going to do that I love to do every single day and he said first first you learn it then you launch it and then you love it and if you can figure out so he did that with his books He's did that with his uh, online portal, he, portal that he has for meditation. He just did a partnership with a huge meditation app. And that all started because he began the year two years ago. What do I want to learn? What ultimately do I want to launch so that I ultimately fall in love with it? And I think that if we sit back 
and think about those things. You know, we heard Jeremy talk about coaching his clients to learn new words. It's powerful when we stop and we take ourselves out of the state of uh, the, the robotic mundane of just living through life and, and just doing, you know, what you gotta do to pay the bills, to, you know, do all the things. You're just kind of going through the motions, deciding, hey, it's 2022. We're almost halfway through. Have I learned anything new this year? And what can I take time to really put my energy in learning so that ultimately I can create something that I launch? And what is it that I wanna launch that if I spend hours a day doing, every single second I'm doing it, I'm gonna love? And if every single year we look to learn, launch, and love something, how many palaces, I'm gonna take it further than the castle, how many palaces will we be lining our neighborhood with? One of the most beautiful things that Jay talks about is a Sanskrit word that's called mudita. In fact, uh, the CEO of the company that I um, promote uh, actually sent me a bracelet with the word mudita really stamped on it because this word really, really, really resonated with me. And I feel, I'm gonna be a little conceited, y'all, if y'all will give me the grace, that this is a skill set that I somehow have since a young child. And that's the ability to have mudita. And so what is mudita? You guys are like, okay, that's a weird word. I talked about it before, um, but I do think that this is really powerful. And I, mudita, just to kind of define it for you guys, it, it is sympathetic joy. What does that mean? It's the experience of happiness upon seeing someone else's happiness. And I want to finish here with this point for these last couple minutes, and then I'll open it up to some thoughts. As you're going out there and building castles, as you're learning, launching, and loving what you do every single day, and you're seeing others build, other people build castles, does their joy bring you joy, or does their joy bring you stress or grief, or what am I doing? Why can't I achieve what Nate has achieved? Why can't I sing and play basketball and speak multiple languages like Jeremy? Why can't I be the ray of sunshine that Ramon Ray is every single day? Why can't I build the business that Christina Howard has built? Why can't I move the needle forward and be the social butterfly that everyone knows that Mary Wilkinson is in her community? Why can't I become the powerhouse that creates movements like Renee Moore? Nor, why can't I be the one phone call that everyone will make whenever they need help, like Scott Simons? Or do you sit there and say, yes, Renee is winning again. Yes, Christina Howard's abundance is flowing to her. Yes, Nate is at the top of his game. I promise you, when you're building castles in your life, if you stay in a state of mood atop, of sympathetic joy, of pure happiness, for the joy and success and happiness of others, your castle will be so much more beautiful, so much more brightly lit, and so many more people will want to enter it. 
And so I'd love to open it up for the last nine minutes to anyone that has a thought or anyone that would like to share um, maybe a question or something that moved them on this segment. Nate, thank you so much for, for taking another hour. He hasn't gone to sleep yet, y'all. He's on, he's on Pacific Coast time. And so he's about to go to sleep now. Nate, thank you. But who, feel free to unmute, state your name and, and share a, a statement or a question. Go ahead. Hey, Alexander, this is the voice of Renee Noor and champions. Great morning to each and every last one of you all. Alexander, your segments are always on point. And I just want to say, you know, it's just really resonating so deep in my soul because when each person look at themselves in the mirror, I always say this, tell yourself that you are enough. Don't judge yourself. Don't compare yourself. Everyone have those magnificent gifts from within. And as you keep rising every day, showing up in your greatness, just know, you know, your purpose is to serve this earth for humanity, right? It's that humanity part that just really resonates so much with each one of these moderators with the Breakfast with Champions. And I love how you know, when you realize the importance of your calling, that piece right there, there's no reason why anyone should ever compare themselves. Like you said, constantly keep elevating. This weekend, we did a special segment just for mothers, just for mothers. It'll come on, it'll, it will actually air at 6 p.m. And to hear how there was 12, 10 different ladies had so many different stories but the greatness about it, oh my God, they made us laugh, made us cry, but we all came together. The word collaboration in 2022 is so important. Guys, we all need each other. And I say, put your hand out each day, close your hands so tight, but know that you're not closing your hands for yourself, you're closing your hands for your brothers and your sisters, because we need to make this world a better place. I'm so grateful to you, Alexander, grateful for Nate, and hopefully, Nate, I can see you on that West Coast, because I'm going to be traveling there real soon, but I'm just thankful for what you bring to the table every week. Thank you, Alexander. This is Renee Noor, and again, hold those hands so tight that we're holding each other and we're raising each other up to our next level of greatness. Thank you. Yes, I love that. Thank you, Renee. And I love just the way you, I hear the passion in your voice every single time you speak. Thank you so much, sister. Who else would like to share? Go ahead and unmute and say your name or flash your mic at me. I'm looking. Hey, this is Lolita. I'd love to share. Yeah, go ahead, Ms. Lolita. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. You know, um, one of the aspects of what you were talking about that I thought was so super powerful this morning is you were able to go through the stage and, you know, specifically choose people and talk about what they bring to the table. And this is just a reminder to ourselves and a reminder to others that you know, when you show up consistently, when you're working in your gift, when you're speaking in your gift and anyone that is on this app that hears the power of your voice can absolutely share what it is that you bring to the table. And don't forget that you are the greatness that others have yet to see. 
you know, keep on showing up because although Alexander might not have called you out today, he could go, any of us could go through this entire stage and the people that show up consistently and speak with extreme value, we're able to share what they do. So don't forget that there's people that are talking on behalf of you at other tables, keep on showing up. Just wanted to highlight that Alexander and have an amazing day. You are super powerful. Thanks, champion. Thank you, queen. You are super powerful. One of the most talented humans, not just creatively, but also in business and in and, and just engineering and just the way your mind works and how you put things together and you put it so beautifully as well. It's powerful. And so I appreciate you, sister. And you're so true. I love what you said. I not ever thought of that. Live your life in a way, shine so brightly that even when you're not around, people can still represent you well. <laughs> they can talk about you in a way that you look good, not because you deserve to look good or not because it's all about the way we look and appearances. I don't mean it that way. I mean, be genuine, be so genuine. Let your love light shine so brightly that when you leave the room, I always say this, there's two legacies I'm going for. The legacy we all know when we leave this earth, right? But I also work on the legacy of every single time I leave a room, both physically and virtually. When you leave a room, do people say, gosh, he made me better. Gosh, she put a smile on my face. Gosh, every time I'm around them, I feel joyous. I feel like I can climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I feel like I can crush my goals. What is the legacy you're leaving when you leave people? Not just when you leave this earth. Because sometimes we can be so future focused, so focused on the tomorrow that we aren't here for the today. And I genuinely believe that the present is called a present for a reason. And that's because it's the best gift that God has given us. The ability to be present in all of the things he's given us. The breath in our lungs, the roof over our head, the pep in our step, the voice in our throat. Are you living a life so that when you leave someone's presence, they still feel like you're present and you are a present, a gift. I heard someone else sharing, go ahead. Oh, Alexandra, I was clapping, but I also just was like thinking while you were talking and you know, the castle for me right now, maybe a little outside of the box, but it's friendships and new people in my life as I left St. Pete and went to Tampa and kind of let go of some old friendships. And Nate had me thinking about that when he was talking about the, stage he cultivated and the relationships he's built but I'm doing this for like friendships of people who will celebrate me and cheer me on and motivate me and inspire me so my castle is a little different it's becoming more of a wall of you know um the right people around me I love that as long as it's not a wall that keeps right. people from you <laughs> you know that's the important thing I'm sorry more of a celebratory wall 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. And it's so, and first off, I love that you moved from St. Pete to Tampa. Y'all, uh, we live in the same area. So if you knew what, now, it's like, literally like there's just a bridge that separates the two, but she's like making new friends. I love it. Cause you are literally Miss Social. She was Miss St. Pete. Now she's becoming Miss Tampa. Um, but I think it's so powerful. I think, you know, I turned 40 last month, April 4th. I turned the big 4-0. I got to celebrate it. Uh, eight of us went to this, you know, incredible resort in Mexico. It was, so me, my wife, and then uh, six of our best friends. And we do this tradition every year where we stopped getting each other gifts. So we have this really tight friend group. And it's in lieu of gifts, because, you know, you get older and everyone's just bringing you a bottle or something in lieu of that. On the day that we're celebrating the birthday, everyone goes around the table and says, what's one thing that person did for you that year? Or one thing you want to share about that person? What's one thing you love most about that person? It has to be something positive. It always ends up being like a two-hour thing. And for those of us that were in Denver the first time at the Embrace Your Ambition together having a cuddle puddle doing this experience sharing each other what we loved so freely but there as I'm turning 40 around my best friends and they're sharing their love for me in their words I remember stopping and thinking oh my gosh I am so rich I am so abundant in love these people see me for me and they see it as greatness and not as problems or negativity or diminish me, but rather uplift me. Surround yourself with people that when it's your birthday, instead of giving the gifts of things, they can freely give you the gift of love through their words and tell you amazing things about you seeing you even greater than you can see yourself. I promise you, I walk with my head held high. I walk feeling like a giant amongst men because I surround myself with people who believe that I am even when I don't always. Guys, this has been my section, my segment for the week. It has been an incredible time sharing with you. Thank you, Nate, for uh, coming in and, and, and sharing more about building the social media show and how that castle was built. And thank you for everyone who shared their voice. I'll tell you this, I love you for no reason. There's no reason to love you. Love from me and love from God is unconditional. And because of that, I can freely, truly say that I love you. Do you guys know why I love you? Just because. Just because. Just because. There's no other reason but just because. So I hope that today you have a wonderful day. I hope that you find sympathetic joy in all the successes of those around you and that everyone finds joy and happiness in your success today and that you are filled forever and ever with Mudita. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.